This is Bruce Wayne, coming to you from Palatial Wayne Manor. You may know me better as Batman. I have one thing to say to you. I am vengeance. I am the night. I am Batman. And you're listening to the Zanman Podcast. Mr. Sandman, live in your dream. Uh, what was it? What it? Just, just stop. Just turn off. No. You listen to Sandman Podcast, okay? Ladies and gents, you are listening to the Zan Man Podcast, and we made it. It might have been right at the buzzer, but that just means we're a gamer. We're a Steph Curry. We are a Michael Jordan. We're right as the shot clock's about to give up. Right when it seems like all hope is lost, we pull the trigger and we keep our goals going. That's right, ladies and gents. Um, we continue our uh, ability to say that we've uploaded one episode per week. And uh, even though you might look at that and you might say, well, Alex, it's technically the weekend, so that's not true. The weekend, in my opinion, is part of the week because, to me, a cap is still part of the bottle of soda, even though it just puts a cap on top. And that's what the weekends are. They're just putting a a cap on top of the the bottle of soda. But I'm not going to sit here and debate that with you. I'm going to bring you some good, juicy ear goodness question mark i don't even know what i'm saying if i'm being honest i am half asleep and it's been an interesting week Uh, but i would be lying to you if i said i didn't have time to record this episode so i brought this on myself that being said with a little bit of half asleepness uh it should add a little bit of zestiness to the podcast episode and i'm looking forward to bringing it to you and i will tell you in advanced uh advanced um that some of the podcast was recorded with my mic at home, which is the top-notch quality that you expect on a weekly basis, and uh, some was recorded on my backup mic because I took it to work and made sure that this episode was getting out. So if you see the the quality of the the audio seem to fluctuate a little bit, um, that is why. Now, if this is your first time listening to the Zanman podcast, maybe you're on Spotify, maybe you're on SoundCloud, maybe you're on Apple Podcasts, but as of last week, you can now officially watch this on YouTube. Um, And I will once again push it because the numbers weren't as high as I... (laughs) It's all about the numbers. Uh, It's not all about the numbers, but I do want to once more say that we are on YouTube now. And so if that's where you prefer to uh, listen to your music, listen to your podcast, because I know um, with YouTube Prime, you can now close the video and uh, and just listen to the audio. If that's your preferred way of listening, we now offer that. Uh, just follow the Zanman page uh, on YouTube, which can be found in the show notes or the link in the description. Whatever you want to call it, it is available to you now. Um, but... That being said, I have been getting quite a bit of support in my YouTube channel. It's not like bombastic numbers, but uh, in comparison to the last time I tried to push for a YouTube uh, gaming channel and everything, I'm getting 
pretty decent views. And for the views that I'm getting, there's actually a lot of interaction. And so that makes me happy. I will always take quality over quantity. And I would say I have the most quality audience out there. So thank you guys so much for your support. I'm seeing a lot of interactions on the pages, on the YouTubes, and it is making me feel extra loved. Not that I need that because life's going pretty good right now. 2023 is off to a really good start. We're uh, hitting our goals uh, on, in terms of uploading both on the video scene, both on the podcasts. Uh, we just had a baby, which is uh, fulfilling. I'm back at work, and so I'm feeling pretty fulfilled right now, and life can be overwhelming, um, but... We're making it work, and that is the beauty of things. And I'm looking forward to this following day on this Monday. Uh, it most of the by the time most of you guys listen to this, it will be long and gone. But I'm looking forward to spending some time with my wife. I'm looking forward to just chilling, unwinding, and letting life continue to happen because life is beautiful. And if it's not the best right now, keep pushing forward, keep trusting in God, and it'll get to where you need to go. But I don't know what started off this weird rant, um, but I digress. Uh, we should probably push forward into the episode, but I will go ahead and warn you ahead of time with how busy it's been. I have not added any movies to the Myrar, which I am a terrible person because of that. I do have plans um, to watch movies at some point at work because I do work the overnight. Um, and they're not going to be like big, ridiculous movies. We got a lot that we are going to try and watch this year, but, uh, a couple that might pop into your head or that might be notable are one. I'm going to plan on watching the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. And then hopefully at some point, Sonic the Hedgehog too, um, cause they have been out for a while. I've been meaning to see them. I just never pulled the trigger and watched them. Um, another movie I plan on watching at some point, and this one's less notable is a movie called bad candy. It's a movie I started on, um, Amazon Prime and it's a Halloween movie and it starts off really weird it's overly corny it's you can tell like a it's a not even a B team but a C team of actors made it <laughs> if, if a C team like it's 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 decent quality whenever it comes to the camera shots and stuff but in terms of acting and everything it's subpar the only reason I'm watching it is because Corey Taylor the lead singer from Slipknot and Stone Sour is a, a podcaster or a radio show host in it so um, that's literally the only reason. And because, you know, I'm a podcaster myself, <laughs> I have to support movies with podcasters in it, which that reminds me, there is a movie out there that is legitimately a horror movie, uh, during the, um, a course of a radio show. And you have it all from the perspective of a radio show host. And I can't think of what it's called, but if I have a, uh, if you guys don't know, there's a YouTube channel that uh, reviews horror movies and uh, does the kill count for them. Um, call, and the YouTube channel, for those interested, is called Dead Meat Podcast. But they did one for this, and I pushed it down to my watch later list um, because I don't want it spoiled. I really do want to watch it. It's called Pontypool. Pontypool, one word, P-O-N-T-Y-P-O-O-L. And then also Black Friday, which is a zombie movie. Uh, around Christmas time, which even though it's not Christmas time, I always have time for zombies. Uh, which if you if you haven't already, I started a series on YouTube called Zombie Game Thursday, and you'll never believe what we do. We watch uh, play zombie games on a Thursday, and we upload weekly. So you'll want to subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already. 
Uh, and then on top of all of those wonderful, delicious buffet of movies that I've already got planned out, I am planning on watching a movie that's just for me. None of you will probably watch it, but it's called Drab- Dragon Ball Superhero, uh, which is the next movie in the Dragon Ball Z series. And apparently it gives some love to the long-term character Gohan and the long-term character Piccolo, which is something that fans have been clamoring for a while. Uh, so those are a couple of movies you can expect on an upcoming Ramirar, but you cannot expect a Myrar this week. But what you can't expect is the fact that as I talk this much and I as I throw out these rapid-fire answers and these rapid-fire witty qualms, that my throat is going to dry out. And we have just the solution for that. We have a weekly segment that uh, wets our throat and... Allows us to do this podcast. It's it's all because of this ep- this segment right here. All of it. And it is a segment that I like to call... Drink Review. This drink review is interesting because it's one that I thought I already had. But then I realized that Monster Energy has like four or five different watermelon flavors. At least they have over the years. And uh, this one in particular is... Monster Rehab, Recover plus Revive plus Refresh, and uh, it's watermelon flavored, and it is a Monster Energy that is primarily dedicated to restoring electrolytes and vitamins in the body, and even though Monster Energies, you know, contain a lot of vitamins, this is one that they're (laughs) attempting to uh, advertise as healthy. Now, I've tried the bottle one that is specifically dedicated to, uh, you know, restoring electrolytes. You know how Monster Energy, ever since they partnered up with UFC, has like a sports drink and everything. This is not that. They had a summertime watermelon edition. And they've had some other kind of watermelon edition that's branding is escaping me. But this particular one is a... Almost the base color is red. Just pure red. With a couple of like, you know, layers of green lettering on top and bottom, and then it's black. The two primary colors are pretty much black and red, with a uh, green lettering and borders and stuff all the way around. So I don't know. I, I upon looking it up, I've never had this flavor. I'm pretty sure, and we will be able to confirm this 100% uh, via this taste test right now. And if I sound a little bit tired, it's because I legitimately just woke up like five minutes ago. And I'm about to get ready for work. And this is kind of a tradition of mine to drink a soda or drink a uh, some kind of caffeinated beverage as soon as I wake up. That either has B12 or caffeine in it. So here we go. What's going to wake me up today is Rehab Monster Watermelon. Yeah, no, they... Uh, this might be actually the one they have in the bottle because it's not as carbonated as you might initially think. Like you open it up and it's and you just hear carbonation running wild. But when you take a drink, it's more of a juice than an energy drink. And so I don't know. It's it tastes like the bottle one. Um, and I don't really taste a difference between this and the watermelon um, recovery that you would See in the bottle, uh, based on what I'm reading, it's supposed to, like I said, uh, increase concentration, increase your electrolytes, hydrate you. Um, and I imagine it's supposed to, like, 
you know, relax you as well on top of everything. Help you with fatigue on top of everything as an energy drink does. But it's pretty good. I'm going to take another drink. Now, I'm not seeing the word energy drink anywhere on the actual, uh, you know, packaging. So this isn't supposed to be an energy drink. This is the sports drink that they were advertising. So... I can successfully say this is a drink review that we have not done yet because it is the same drink, but much like how we made comments on Mountain Dew Voodoo and the difference between the bottle and the can, um, I can now say that I have tried the difference between Rehab Watermelon um, and the bottle and can, and they're pretty much the same thing. It's delicious. Uh, It is a pretty much stereotypical water flavor that you would expect from a sports drink. I do think there are better, you know, watermelon energy drinks out there. And I picked this up thinking it was an energy drink. So does that affect my judgment in here and now? Sure. But if I'm going to get a sports drink, I have a bunch of different ones that I would personally go to. And they would definitely, you know, their flavors stand out a lot more than this. Granted, there aren't a ton of sports drinks that are confident enough to go fully into the watermelon flavor. It's got the perfect amount of tang to it. It's got a nice amount of sweetness to it. Um, It's legitimately like a watermelon-flavored blow pop. That's the best way I can describe it. So I would recommend it um, as a sports drink, not as an energy drink, once more. So if you're looking for to be hydrated by Monster or you're just like a brand loyal person, uh, try out Rehab Monster Watermelon. That's this week's drink review. And let me tell you, that was a uh, drink review from 2022. So what a throwback. What an absolute freaking throwback. But you know what else is a throwback? All these wonderful jokes that I tell and recycle and give new meaning to here on the Zanman podcast. So hopefully you guys are getting a laugh out of it. Because if not, well, that's just God's work right there. Sometimes you got to be the one to post memes and only get three laugh reactions. But those three laugh reactions are worth more than gold. And even if you nose breathe or you laugh at this joke... Those reactions are worth more than gold. In fact, when I tell these jokes to the gentlemen at the place that I work and they just stare at me like they want to punch me in the face or I ruined their whole day because of how corny the joke is, those reactions are, you guessed it, worth more than gold. And so without further ado, we are going into a segment That can only be described by a beatboxing rhythm. And I'm going to let MC Zanny me (laughs) take it away. In case your day is bleak, this is the joke of the week. Now here on the Zanman podcast, whether I want them to or not, some of these... Jokes will get repeated, and I am not sure if I told you either of these, but they kind of go together, and I thought I told a couple of guys at the place that I work, and they were so happy when I told them. This was one they actually liked, Um, and so I will share them with you just in case you haven't heard them, although I feel like I've told at least one of these, so here we go. They are both name-related jokes. Let's see if you can figure them out. 
What do you call a gentleman who is born with a rubber toe? Roberto. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Do we even need to say the other one? That one was that one was really cute. That one was really, you know what? Let's do it. What do you name a man who was uh no, that's the, <laughs> What do you call a man who was born with no body or no nose? Nobody knows. <laughs> oh. oh, man. I tell you what, I dropped the ball in many ways uh, because obviously I don't have the Mirar, but that joke hit the spot. But you know what else also hits the spot? And this week, I'm actually very, very ready to tell you guys about the one that I found because I'm sure we've all been there. And of course, I'm talking about that wily. I'm talking about that sophisticated. I'm talking about that man we all know and love. We are talking about Florida man. Let's go see what he's up to. Whether it be a shooting or cooking your neighbor's cat, we're here to talk about Florida man and that is a fact. Hey, hey! Now, I already brought up this segment and presented it in the way that I did, knowing full well that some of you may hear this, judge me, and never return. But it needs to be said because this week's Florida man is somewhat relatable, at least for me, because I have a sadistic mindset. And I'll just go ahead and um, read the headline so you guys can judge me and then I'll explain what I'm talking about. <clears throat> the headline says, Florida man assaults his neighbor with peanut butter after hearing they were allergic to nuts. From Fort Myers, Florida, a Fort Myers man has been arrested Sunday for assaulting neighbor Paul Randy II with a jar of Skippy peanut butter. Of course it's Skippy, man. If it wasn't Skippy, then is it even an assault? Is it? If it's that Peter Pan peanut butter, well, I guess <laughs> that gives a whole new meaning, man. And will send you to Neverland, boy. With a jar of Skippy peanut butter after overhearing that Mr. Randy had a deathly allergy to peanuts. The man identified as Jan Powell... Or better known as former Pope John Paul. What? What? Had no criminal record. I don't, I don't think that part's true. Is it? I don't know. I looked this up and that was never mentioned in any of the other, other articles. I probably chose the, the altered article because there are a couple of spoof uh, accounts that caught it. But we're still going to send it. We're just going to ignore that. Mr. Powell reportedly had a large grudge against his neighbor for throwing stuff in his backyard all the time. We also have that reported story here, which, yeah. Okay, so this is definitely a joke one. But long story short, um, this is the spoof version where the person tries way too hard to be funny and then makes it not funny. But the original story is this guy was... Um, tired of his neighbor throwing a bunch of stuff in his backyard, and he just thought he was the worst neighbor ever. Well, he knew he had a peanut allergy, and so he, like, dipped his hands in peanut butter, washed them to where the residue was kind of still on them, but it wasn't visible, and then went over and, like, shook his hand and touched him and all sorts of other stuff and tried to kill him that way. <laughs> and I'm not saying that's relatable in the fact that I'm going to go out and do that to anyone. I would never act on it. But I'm sure we've all had a friend with some sort of allergy um, where, like, say you have somebody who's allergic to peanuts or something like that. And they, like, 
you know, sass you or throw a little sarcastic comment at you, and it just hits you the wrong way, and you're like, boy, you're lucky I don't have a bag of peanuts right now. <laughs> That's going to make me sound like a terrible person, and I fully acknowledge that. But I'm sure, if we're all being honest, because humans at their heart are terrible, terrible things, um, we've all had that thought of, oh, man, <laughs> you allergic to cheese? If I had a, you know, craft single slice... <laughs> You'd be one of those friggin' TikToks where people throw cheese at their babies, bro. I don't know. I just made it non-funny too, but I, I don't know. That intrigued me. I'm just very upset that I didn't proofread the article that I decided to take because it was the most straightforward and to the point, and I skimmed through it. Unfortunately, it was the one that was like, you know, I can make this story better, and it like the reason why he got angry at him as he called him a virgin and stuff like that. And I'm not a virgin, so I'm going to kill you with peanut butter. I was like, no, that's stupid. Shut up. <laughs> but much to uh, the behest of that stupid article, I think this I think this Florida man story was beautiful in its own way. And it makes us think, if I didn't have self-control, I too could be a Florida man. And that's the story this week. <laughs> But I digress. This was a pretty lengthy intro. I had fun catching up with you guys, but now it's time to get real serious. We have a couple of topics we're going to be talking about today. The two primary ones um, that I would consider the meat of the episode, and if nothing else, we're going to use to put in the uh, the title of the podcast. Um, we're going to be talking about a Rick and Morty situation that just popped up where they might have to replace both the voices of Rick and Morty. Well, not might, they actually already have, and they're looking for it right now. And then the secondary one is I got asked the most hard possible nerd-related one-has-to-go-forever situation. You know how you see those memes where it's like, you can never eat one of these again, and it's like hamburger, taco, um, bacon, and then it like throws some random thing in there. Candy corn! And like obviously you're going to choose the candy corn because the other three are delicious. This one, I cannot decide which one I would remove, but you're just going to have to wait around until the episode. It is super villains, and uh, yeah, we're just going to we're gonna send it. This is one that I would be very curious to hear your guys' answers for, but first, let's start back up the episode and hit that reset button, and we'll get into the meat of the episode. What's up, all my good people out there that ain't doing nothing, sitting on the couch, having fun, living life, striving for success? This is your boy, Danny Gafford from the Washington Wizards. You are listening to the Zen Man Podcast. You know what I'm saying? Google little podcast. We do a lot of things up here. It be lit. We be talking about a lot of good stuff. Can't cuss. That's why I had, you know what I'm saying, saying stuff. <laughs> but other than that, tune into the podcast. We lit. Keep striving for greatness. Keep striving for success. Gafford out, baby. So a bit of juicy news that has come up recently is that Justin Roiland has been cut from Adult Swim and all of their properties and everything like that. For those who don't know who Justin Roiland is, he is the voice actor for Rick and Morty, meaning he voices both the characters of Rick and Morty as long as a uh, as well as a lot of other characters in various Dan Harmon projects and stuff like that. The reason why he's been cut from these ties with these companies and these uh, properties is because of the fact that he has 
ridiculous amounts of allegations of abuse against his name, as well as a couple of others, including fraud and uh, <laughs> something else. Here, let me let me Google it real quick. All right. Let me turn my chair real quick. He has been charged uh, domestic battery with corporal injury, one count of false imprisonment by menace, violence, fraud, and or deceit. So, yeah. He's got kind of a laundry list forming. So, obviously, <laughs> if you're looking at this from a public eye, it's hard not to, uh, you know, see this. Obviously, the names that were mentioned, it's some sort of scandal that's going on behind the scenes. And obviously, he's guilty. Um, but the court cases are going on. This all kind of started in events from 2020, if I'm reading the articles correctly. And it's just kind of snowballed to where we are at now, to where here in 2023, uh, he is finally paying for his crimes. But at right now, all of the major facets and all the major facets, <laughs> all the major outlets are describing it as allegations because ultimately it has not been proven that he is guilty at any of this. It's just kind of, you know, public speculation at this point that if you have this long of a laundry list, you're most likely guilty of a couple of them. And when this many uh, women and underage people come forward, yes, there is a, uh, some variation of assault with minors. If you catch my drift, um, involved in this. And so it's, it, it's not a good looking situation. So it's natural that even without being proven innocent or guilty, a company is going to look at that and be like, yeah, we don't want to get associated with that. And because of this, he's being kicked off the show, Rick and Morty, but Rick and Morty is going to continue without him, even without Rick or Morty being voiced by the actor anymore. And, um, I don't know. They're, they're heading into what looks like an interesting, season so it's gonna be weird not having rick there and so i went on twitter today and i posted a tweet about it and this led to a conversation happening that is a is a problematic dilemma i shared rick and morty's original post that says adult swim has ended its association with justin roiland rick and morty will continue the talented and dedicated crew are hard at work at season seven I quoted this and put, seeing the long list of charges without knowing the details, he probably deserved to have this happen. That being said, the show is about to lose a lot, the majority of its personality. I don't know if it will survive in the same way that it has been and probably won't be as big of a name anymore. Um, and then somebody replied to me, smash and slam on Twitter. I'm not calling him out or anything. It's just presented this in a way that makes me think about this from a different perspective now dude was a creep and a terrible person as much as i enjoyed the show it doesn't matter if this type of person was behind it uh if this was the type of person that was behind it please look up why he was fired if you haven't already and so i don't know like i agree that he probably was guilty and if this is justice being served it is a beautiful thing it is a good thing i'm not disclaiming that at all which is why i said I started it off with seeing the long list of charges without knowing the details. He probably deserved to have this happen because I don't know. They're allegations at this point. And again, he probably did them if there's this many people coming forward, but it has not been proven. 
And even if it is proven that he's innocent and everything, because his attorney, of course, and a bunch of other people have come forward and been like, no, he's innocent. This whole situation is just wrong. Um, obviously, we're in a day and age where the victims, for good reason, their word is instantly going to outmatch anybody else involved in the situation. Um, my point is it was it's kind of dangerous to instantly just say the dude was a creep and a terrible person when it hasn't been proved yet which is why i didn't immediately make a post being like i'm so disappointed in justin roiland mainly because the only thing that i associate him with is the voice of rick and morty so i'm not like a huge fan of his or anything so it's not like devastating news to me that the dude probably is a scumbag but it does affect the show that i like so my viewpoint was man it sucks that we're about to lose this show but i get it that was the whole purpose of it um, I replied with, it is a shame of the show being, uh, no, here, my first one was, um, I replied with two separate comments. Why did I do that? One, I did look, I, meaning I did look it up. I agree. The dude is probably a scumbag, even if the details on everything aren't out yet. That's why I said probably initially due to cases still being open. But if there's that many people coming forward, yeah. <laughs> and then I followed up with, it is a shame of the show being canceled though. Not many shows nowadays hold my attention for too long. This was one of them. When justice is being served, you can't really complain. I guess that's what the point of my original tweet was. And then I went back and apologized for saying canceled because they are replacing him with new voice actors. My whole point is, since they're replacing the personality of the show, even if it's for a good reason, the show's not going to be the same, most likely. For all I know, we could be completely wrong. They find somebody who voices Rick perfectly. They find somebody who voices Morty perfectly. Maybe they find somebody who voices every character that's going to be replaced perfectly. I don't know. The point is, I look at this, and I'm happy that justice is being served, but it sucks that one of my favorite shows is being canceled. And I know a lot of people are immediately going to be looking at this and go, boo-hoo, why wouldn't you be happy for the victims? And as I said, I am. But... Can't this be likened to a situation where you have to make a choice that has beautiful consequences to it that are obviously the right choice, but because you made that choice, don't, aren't a couple, you know what I'm saying? A couple of bad things are going to happen, even if they're not in a giant regard. For instance, you have to take your kid to the doctor, but you end up missing the baseball game, and it ends up being like this amazing baseball game. Yes, you're happy your kid's health is taken care of, but there's a part of you that's like, crap, I can't believe we missed that baseball game, but I'm glad my you know, son or daughter's health is in. You're allowed to feel that way as far as I'm concerned. So I guess the, the conversation topic and the way I'm looking at it now is, is it okay to be upset that something's being canceled or being taken away if it's being done so for good justice-related reasons? Or are you just a terrible person if... One of the things is, man, it sucks that Rick and Morty's being changed. <laughs> Am I a terrible person, I guess, is what I'm asking. Because this is the way I feel. Like, I'm like, okay, then if he did all those things, he deserves to, you know, get his job taken away. He shouldn't use his position to uh, affect other people in this negative way that he is alleged to have done. But it sucks that he did that because now a show that I enjoy is not going to be nearly as good as it once was. <laughs> Uh, I understand recastings and stuff happen all the time, but it seems like when certain reasons happen, then now you're not allowed to be upset about it. But I'm here to say you are, and I would love to hear your thoughts on this. In fact, after I'm done recording this, because I'm recording it on a separate day from actually recording the podcast, I probably will uh, 
you know, post a question or something on some form of social media that's like, hey, are you allowed to uh, both support somebody receiving their justice but getting upset about one of their properties being canceled? Or are you not allowed to feel that way since justice is being... I don't know. I don't even know how to phrase it. So I might not. I might. (laughs) We'll see if something gets figured out. And also on the side note, I am not bashing uh, this guy who... I conversed with on Twitter, Smash and Slam. Um, It seemed like he was just enjoying the conversation. Not enjoying it, but jumping in on it. Uh, And it created a good conversation topic for the podcast. So shout out to you if you happen to listen to this. Um, But those are kind of my thoughts on it. What do you guys think? But we'll uh, we'll turn this podcast around on a a lighter note. Because I don't like talking about abuse, allegations, politics, any of the stuff that brings out the worst in people or the negative in people. Even even if sometimes it does need to be talked about. And as I said, we're a fan of... Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, Alex. Although I agree with you completely, this is Alex from the future. And you shouldn't feel bad about any of that. But let me correct you on one thing. They already are holding auditions for a new voice actor. And a lot of them are actually pretty good. So I think we can be very optimistic about the future of the series. So even though we love our Rick and Morty here on the podcast and it's sad to see uh, it be altered in any way, not only do we get our justice, but we could get the, uh, the authentic feel still with it. I don't know if they'll be able to maintain that personality that Justin Roiland did, but I'm optimistic to give it a try after hearing some of these. Here, come, come, come along for the ride, if you will, and let us listen to some of these together. But before we do, I realize that some of our listeners probably are not accustomed to what Rick and Morty is all about. So first, let's give you a taste of what their voice actors sound like. Um, it is played by the exact same person, but uh, Rick is the grandfather of Morty. Morty is a teenaged boy. So Rick has the, I'm Morty, what's going on, Morty? I do terrible impressions, so you definitely should not replace Justin Roiland with me. But then Morty's like the, oh, jeez, oh, Rick. Here, here, now that, we, now that you have an idea of where you're going, <laughs> have, have a listen to these samples. It's your house, it's your world, you're a real Julius Caesar. But I'll tell you, tell you how, how I feel about school, Jerry. It's a waste of time. Bunch of people running around, bumping into each other. Got guy up front says two plus two, people in the back say four. Then the, then the bell rings, they give you a carton of milk and a piece of paper that says you can go take a dump or something. I mean, it's, it's not a place for smart people, Jerry. I know that's not a popular opinion. That's my two cents on the issue. So if you understand my context clues, you can kind of pick up that that's Rick. So let's see what, uh... Let's see some Morty. Says you can go take a dump or something. I mean, it's, it's not a place for smart people, Jerry. I know that's not a popular opinion. That's my two cents on the issue. See, now you're getting it after experiencing that beautiful moment between Morty and his sister's summer. But we're not done yet. We got more. Cue it. What do you mean you're having a party? Are some glib globs from the third dimension going to come over and play cards or something? Glib glob? You're lucky a Traflorkian doesn't hear you say that. Is that like their N-word? It's like the N-word and the C-word had a baby and it was raised by all the bad words for Jews. Pros and cons to every alternate timeline. Fun facts about this one. It's got giant telepathic spiders, 11 9-11s, and the best ice cream in the multiverse! Oh man! I mean, you know, I, I don't want to shoot nobody. They're 
Please, get up! Glenn's bleeding to death! Someone call his wife and children! They're not robots, Rick! It's a figure of speech, Morty! They're bureaucrats! I don't respect them! There we go, there we go. I think we are all on board now. I think you get the idea of who Rick is and who's Morty. Rick's the one with the low voice, right? Shut up. Shut up. I, I just wanted to do that because I have a uh, <laughs> kind of a conference table that I'm recording on right now at work. And it, it feels like it's the kind of table that needs to be hit on to make a point. You know what I'm saying? Just boom. No, the business deal's going like this. But don't mind me. Anywho, since now you have the voices in your minds, now we can see some impressions. And these are just some pretty good ones that I found on the internet um, that were like posted on Twitter and all sorts of other things. I followed them to YouTube and found it, and we'll, we'll go from there. Let's do it. Hey, Rick. I feel like I'm forgetting something important. Uh, yeah, yeah, me too. I, I can't think of it, though. Huh. Oh, well, you know what they say, you know, if you can't... If you can't remember something, it's it's probably it probably wasn't that important, you know. See, that's kind of what I'm talking about. I had no idea that dude existed. His Rick isn't that great. Um, you could kind of <laughs> hear him trying to force it and feel like it's like a 20, 30 year old dude trying to do an old man impression. That's what it comes off as. Um, but his Morty is like perfect, and I'm pretty sure that on TikTok that's what he's known for. Is he just reacts to things as Morty. And so you could go that route to where he just takes over as Morty altogether. He goes from being a TikTok sensation to voicing it. I mean, if you heard the clips earlier, it's pretty spot on. Here, here's some more. Yeah, you, you gotta stop hanging out with Jerry. I didn't get that from my dad. Everybody says that. Have you never heard that before? Morty, I'm the smartest being in the universe. If that was a thing, you think I would heard about it? Rick, literally everybody... Wait a minute, I think I remember. The thing we were talking about, or the the saying? Oh, yeah, shit, I forgot. This is Ricky. Wait, oh my God, we're supposed to go vegan, Morty. Wait, vegan? Why would we go vegan, Rick? Uh, I don't know. It sounds like being depressed with extra steps. Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, that sounds lame as fuck. Uh, Rick, does that make us bad people? Yeah, bad to the bone. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm pickle. I'm pickle, Rick to the bone. My new catch. See, that's the same exact guy as last time. That time his Rick was significantly better, though. So, I don't know. Um, maybe he could do both. It just feels like his Rick's very inconsistent, whereas his Morty's just effortless. Um, so I think for, like, long-period recording sessions, he might be problematic for, uh, for, like, a Rick voice or something like that. But I'm not sure. I'm not an expert. I don't know how it... Uh, how long it takes to record vocal sessions for a TV show or anything like that. So they could probably make it work. In fact, here is something that Justin Roiland, the guy who voiced Rick and Morty, he's the one in all the uh, the hot lava right now, but apparently he's friends with the guy who voices Morty. If I'm not mistaken, I could be mistaken, but this is what I picked up from a, a video where he rated impressions. This is what he said about this guy. I was telling him, I'm like, dude, you're so close that like, we could record stuff and I don't think people would know who was who. So like that alone makes me very optimistic for the future of this franchise. Like he, he already had the blessing of this guy before all this went down and he knew he was going to be replaced. So that's honest thoughts right there. So we might already have our, uh, our Rick and Morty recasted, but let's keep going. Ah! 
I don't think I could do another impression video. Shut up, Morty. We're gonna do a hundred more impression videos. A hundred times. One hundred more years. This is the other guy I was thinking of. He's a lot better at the Rick to where it's like spot on. Uh, you can you can tell there are times where it kind of gives out, but for the most part, he's a lot more consistent in the videos that I saw anyway. His Morty is like a Morty if uh, he was going through puberty. So if they wanted to go that route where they finally start aging Morty a little bit, I think they could go that route. But for the most part, uh, it seems like adult versions, teenage versions, kid versions, all, all the versions of Morty all seem to have the same voice and the continuity of the show. So maybe just go with the, uh, the other guy for Morty and go for this guy for Rick, because he was pretty spot on there. The hundred times, Morty! <laughs> but I thought I had more impressions downloaded. Um... The internet at work is kind of shoddy right now, so I can't download more. Um, but that being said, I think the point came across as I wanted it to. The future is in good hands. So even though through all this craziness I'm feeling bummed out about the show, I have no reason to feel bummed out, sh out about the show. Because even though a man made bad, bad decisions based on what we know, because we don't know a lot... Um, it doesn't seem like it's going to have huge consequences on a show that a huge community actually enjoys. So we have reason to be happy moving forward, uh, even if that spirit of the show isn't always there. But we have voice actors that literally have the blessing of the man himself. So I digress. We, we have reason to smile, Rick and Morty fans. Reason to smile. We'll, we'll move on to the next topic now. I'm sorry I interrupted you past Alex. Even though it's going to be future Alex from <laughs> this point forward. So I am actually very impressed. Simply for the fact that in life you see these photos being shared on social media that make people make a crucial decision. We've seen ones like... Uh, choose one food that has to go. You can never eat it again while you eat the... Like... I'm sorry, I just completely butchered that. There will be four selections and it'll say, you can never eat one of these foods again. Which one is it? And it'll have like hamburgers, pizza, tacos, and sushi. And a lot of them, they seem hard on the surface, but I'm able to make a decision pretty quickly. Um, like for that, the one I just mentioned, it would be tacos. Simply for the fact that I have the loophole that I never order tacos anyway. I usually order burritos and other things. So there's my loophole. You got it. So for for a lot of those things out there, I have a easy, easy, easy time making this decision. But I found one that actually stumped me a little bit. And even though I think I have an answer for it, I'm still up in the air. And it created a lot of good and annoying and annoying discussion on Reddit. But they said one of these villains, one of these supervillains, has to be deleted forever. And so before I mention which villains they are, let me say, that means they never existed, they never will exist again, and all of their history is just completely wiped out. Their superhero has to move forward without them ever being in their timeline. That's, that's the way I took this, because that's what deleted is. They no longer exist. And so the six that you have to choose from where you're deleting one are Doctor Doom, Joker, Magneto, Lex Luthor, Loki, 
or the reverse flash. And you might hear that and instantly think of one because you're like, well, I don't care about them as much. But in terms of somebody who looks at this from a back perspective, any way you delete somebody from this, a huge comic book history, a huge hit is going to be taken to some sort of beloved story out there. Like my first one is, I don't really care for uh, Magneto or Reverse Flash. But if you take away Reverse Flash, that's a lot of Flash origin stories. And some of the most interesting timeline uh stuff in the DCEU are going to be completely wiped out. Magneto is probably one of the more interesting things of X-Men, and even though I'm not the biggest fan of X-Men, X-Men at one point in the 90s was probably one of the biggest comic book properties out there. And so this is a really tough decision, and I still don't know who I'm going to who I'm going to touch. But so I'm going to read some of the comments that were in the Reddit um, discussion, and I'll establish two things first. One, a lot of people are debating that some of these aren't even villains. They were like, well, technically, uh, Magneto and Doctor Doom could be looked at as anti-heroes. Same with Loki, so it's between the other three. But we're not playing that stupid game. That's not what the prompt was. The prompt was to delete one of them, not define what is a villain. <laughs> so those are irrelevant. We threw those to the wayside. I also feel like what people are looking for is... Uh, what villains should stop having stories and not uh, they never existed. That's why I wanted to establish that up front. But now it's that I'll start reading the comments. And the number one most upvoted thing was, it was me, Barry. I deleted all the other heroes and you voted for them. <laughs> it's obviously a reverse flash comment. It doesn't really shoot us in another direction but for me it kind of instantly reminds me of how cool of a character reverse flash is and how vital of a character he actually is and how unique that's the thing in comic books you see a lot of the same tropes over and over and i think out of all of these like it, it's it's hard to say because you could argue lex Luthor is the most unique you could argue joker's the most unique i think i would say reverse flash might be the most unique villain on this list um, but I won't get myself into trouble by saying that. So the first comment I will read is, I'll probably get flack for it, but Joker. He had classics like Killing Joke and good stories like White Knight. But then starts to become too predictable and feels like he's just there because he's the Joker. Baby, the big Batman icon. He's Joker, baby. That's what that, I read it wrong. Like, give us something else, man. Also, tangentially, he leads directly to the Batman Who Laughs Last in Darkest Night. Who, while interesting concepts, DC banked on so hard that it drove them to becoming annoying. So, pretty much the the argument there is, out of all of these, Joker's probably the most repetitive. And that is a common theme that you would see throughout the, uh, the comment section. But while um, making that decision, just because somebody's overused doesn't mean that the stories they provided weren't iconic. And I would argue, out of all these guys... Joker probably has a more iconic comic book story. Maybe not to the, the Marvel fanboys or the DC fanboys who have a particularly favorite character, but Killing Joke? More iconic than any other story on the stinking list except for maybe Flashpoint. Um, but realistically, he has some of the most iconic stories in history. So just going and saying, oh, he's annoying, he's been used too many times isn't going to magically erase the impact that Joker as a villain has had on the comic book industry. 
Um, in fact, I, I'm pretty sure whenever they wrote The Killing Joke, that was a, a huge turn. I'm not saying dark comic stories didn't exist before that, but that's the turning point where we kind of started seeing a lot more pop up on the, on the shelves. Regardless, I'll, compl- I'll move forward, and this guy kind of uh, does a good thing, and rather than just immediately eliminate one, he kind of talks it out. Dr. Doom is fascinatingly complex. He, he definitely is. Lex Luthor as well, as he gives a much-needed contrast to Superman as a character and hangs a lampshade on the entire concept of an invincible god vigilante. The Joker is practically the definition of iconic. Magneto's a pioneer in the uh, is a dang pioneer in the genre, and his backstory and motivations go hard as heck. So so hard, in fact, you wonder if he's really the villain. Irrelevant. You didn't need to put that in there. Loki um, brings a diverse set of skills and tendencies as a trickster that make him fun to follow. You can do things with his character and his schemes that you couldn't with many other villains. Reverse Flash is a living continuity error that has continued to exist off of a sheer unadulterated pettiness and he simply refuses to go away. See, that's that's the reason why I, I'm going so bold to say Reverse Flash is the most unique person out there because <laughs> yeah, at this point he really doesn't have an identity whereas Loki is the trickster god of Asgard whereas Joker... Is this crazy clown guy? Magneto is a Holocaust survivor that leads the Brotherhood. Um, they all have identities outside of villaindom. Question mark. <laughs> Reverse Flash is literally just a speck on history at this point that goes from timeline to timeline, messing with crap. That's such a unique take. But yeah, no, I like how he gave reasons as to why all of them deserve to stay there. It kind of broke the action a little bit in the midst of everybody who was just instantly like, Moving forward, Doom is a red herring. They said you had to delete one villain, not the hero. Okay, irrelevant. No. They want you to delete one of the people pictured. (laughs) Stop trying to pick these apart and choose one, you freaking loser. (laughs) I don't mean it. You're not actually a loser. But a lot of these guys are dweebs. They're like, oh, maybe I can talk my way around this because I saw too many of my favorite, you know, taken out of there. So now I have to make people feel bad because they chose my favorite character. (laughs) Sorry, my nose is clogged from all the phlegm. Um, But... Uh, this guy says that's because Doom isn't a villain. He's the ultimate hero. He viewed millions of potential futures and the one, only one which humanity survives. He's the ruler of the earth and all laws are punishable by death. Sounds like a villain to me. He's a dictator. That's like saying the injustice Superman isn't a villain. I guess it depends on perspective, but they are presenting him as a villain, so you can throw him in that category. Just because your self-righteousness is like, no, no, I think he's in the right. Doesn't make he's a villain. Maybe you should look at your life choices, dweeb. <laughs> Sorry. It's just annoying when somebody asks a question and somebody just pulls up something completely irrelevant. They're saying delete one. It doesn't matter if he's a villain, if he's an anti-hero, or anything in far and few between. He saves the entire species he knows. He'll be hated for it, but he endures the pain to save humanity. No, he does it for selfish reasons, you dweeb. He once destroyed an entire universe simply for the fact that it had doom. Uh, No, a guy replied to it and said he once destroyed an entire universe because it, it had a version of himself that forgave and befriended his rival, Reed Richards. So that's petty. And pettiness that is, you know... 
motivating your prime factors, your main reason for existing. That is villain stuff right there. I don't care who you are. Uh, and then a guy below that says Magneto nods in the background to this comment where he's like, I'm an, I'm an anti-hero too because I, ha- I was a victim. No, they count as a villain. <laughs> the way the comic book shapes them is yes, it makes you feel a certain way about them, but it also presents them as the villain because they're trying to um, thwart the plans of the people who are painted as the heroes, therefore a villain or a Whatever. And I know people are going to probably run to the comments and be like, well, here, let me pull out my definitions. But you're the ones that are looking into it way too much. It just says delete one. But that's the last I'll say of it. I'm not going to call you dweebs anymore, even though you're all a bunch of dweebs. On the one hand, Zoom is the least interesting. I don't know why you're bringing up Zoom. It's reverse flash, you dweeb. (laughs) It's, It's just such an easy and fun word to say. On the other, I'm so deeply tired of the Joker. Yep, if this is delete from history, I can't go with Joker. But if it's delete from all future stories, in a heartbeat, Joker. Well, thanks for saying something completely irrelevant. But no, I, I kind of agree with you. At, at this point, I would put a pause on Joker's uh, timeline simply for the fact that he is kind of being overused. Uh, and in this Batman trilogy, I even though I'm interested to see the take they have on joker going forward i don't really feel like it was necessary Um, but he is being overused i will agree with that point but that doesn't mean he should be deleted so i agree with this guy actually even though i made fun of him at first um i do agree with what he's saying i actually like the arkham games as a send-off storyline they should have ended it there gotham city is so interesting as a place there's so much to explore there oh what's that another joker movie And then another guy goes, Loki, overrated due to the movies. I don't think he's overrated due to the movies. I think Tom Hiddleston did a very good job of presenting him in the charming way that he was always meant to be presented. And so a lot of people who don't read the comic books were exposed to this very good villain. That being said, (laughs) to me, Thor as a Marvel comic is such a lazy thing. They just took... Norse mythology and Asgard and everything and turned it into a Marvel comic. So to me, that's always kind of been like, I don't even like Thor. He's not a superhero. He's a Asgardian lore. (laughs) And I know that's a stupid reason too. We all have stupid reasons for making the decisions we make. But um, even though I think Thor is absolutely useless as a character, even though I like him a lot better since uh, the MCU presented him in a certain light, the first two movies can go kiss doorknobs <laughs> but thor ragnarok is one of the best movies ever so that redeemed it in my mind but loki has always been a shining point of the mcu and that's reflected because he's he plays the character how it's written in the comic book so i don't think he's overrated at all joker honestly he's way overused for someone with absolutely zero going for him lol look at the silly little clown villain Everyone else has their convictions and motivations. Jokers can change at the drop of a hat because the story calls for it. Just think of how many Batman villains they could have taken the spotlight whenever they threw Joker a plot. This is the point that makes me lean towards Joker being erased from history. Because if you really think about it, let's scroll back up and go hero by hero. 
Doctor Doom is literally the only interesting thing about Fantastic Four. <laughs> like, I know we love, it's clobbering time, and we love Reed Richards and the cameos, and we want to see them in the MCU and everything. But if we're being honest, the most interesting thing about that story is Doctor Doom. If Doctor Doom didn't exist, I don't think Fantastic Four would be as highly acclaimed as they are. Well, what about Silver Surfer? You shut your mouth. Doctor Doom's so much more interesting. You take him away, Fantastic Four becomes a shell of its former self, in my opinion. Same with Magneto. He's the main antagonist against the X-Men. He's the Brotherhood. He stands for the other side of mutant kind. Whereas X-Men are fighting for humankind, uh, Magneto sees what humanity actually is. And that's why a lot of people will be like, oh, he's actually an anti-hero. He's not a bad guy at all. And... He's such a good character that he makes people feel that way. So if you take him away, yeah, you have Apocalypse. Yeah, you have all these other things that you could put against the X-Men. But it's just not going to have the same impact. Magneto's iconic for a reason. Lex Luthor, as somebody already pointed out, is the perfect foil for Superman. He may not have the powers that Superman does, but he has his mind. And the whole purpose is to be like, you have Superman, who's this like ultimate superhero. He has every superpower. He's, his strength is unlimited. He just keeps going and going and going. And you have this man who, sees, who has seen his humanity, who sees this God and is like, nah, man, not on my watch. <laughs> you take him away and yeah, you have cool dark side and everything like that. Superman does have some really cool villains, but it just would not be the same. Uh, without that rivalry with Lex Luthor. Loki, as I've already talked about, is the best thing about Thor. Screw Thor. <laughs> and then Reverse Flash is literally in half of Flash's origin stories because he's a glitch in the system. You take Joker away, Batman has like the best rogues gallery in all of comics. And so even though he has all these iconic moments, you still have like Nightfall where you can have Bane. You can give Mr. Freeze more of a spotlight who's could end up being just as lovable and as uh, sympathetic of a character as Magneto if he was pushed to the public eye. Uh, you got Poison Ivy. You probably wouldn't have Harley Quinn anymore. <laughs> Simply for the fact that if Joker never existed, there would have been no reason for Harley Quinn. Uh, but Scarecrow, the Court of Owls, Raja Ghoul, Red Hood, the list goes on and on and on of the amazing villains that Batman could have. And even though... In many people's eyes, they're not as interesting as the Joker. They are there, and I think they could easily fill the void. Um, and a lot of people probably would make that argument for Lex Luthor, but again, I feel like that foil um, makes it so different and so deep. The amount of uh, all the theories and stuff out there where Batman's rogue galleries um, tackle different mental conditions, any one of them could be the foil for Bruce Wayne because that's his whole thing. He's... A big psychological conundrum. <laughs> and so, I don't know. I thought that was a really good point. And that's what made me think, maybe Joker doesn't need to exist for comic books to be where they're at. But that doesn't, again, I don't think that necessarily wipes out everything that Joker has done to this point. We'll move forward, though. Uh, Batman has deep rogues gallery, but they keep settling on a new version of the Joker. Yep, see, that, that was underneath the comment we just read. The rest of these heroes can't survive without their main villain. Batman has such an extensive rogue gallery that Joker can bow out and Batman doesn't become diminished as a character. See? That, a lot of people liked that comment as well because I agree with it. Yeah. 
Loki. Outside of Marvel movies, he's really not special. That's really the only thing you see towards Loki. So if... <laughs> it's not about Marvel movies at this point. Just because you think somebody's overrated doesn't mean they're not a good character. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll see. We'll, we'll keep going. Doctor Doom, Magneto, and Lex Luthor are undisputably some of the best written characters out there. Period. The Joker may be overplayed, but he's overplayed for a reason. See, this guy gets it. And the reverse Flash is so entertainingly absurd that he's an icon of his own. The man is easily a better troll than Loki, if you want to argue that angle. Joker. The character himself is interesting, but he's been the emblem of Echelord for too long. <laughs> See, that's a silly argument. People that I don't like, like him. Therefore, he should be erased. Shut up. Shut up. Reverse Flash. Because he doesn't actually run in reverse and that's always bothered me. <laughs> yep, you know what? Send it. Reverse Flash is erased. But out of hearing all of these arguments, I definitely feel like I am leaning more towards the Joker. Especially more talking it out and saying it to you guys. Um, I'll throw it out there. But after hearing these arguments, after having your own opinions on these different villains, I want to hear from you guys. Who would you pick to delete forever? And they never existed in the first place. So all the cool stories. The Dark Knight. Ooh, the Dark Knight. <laughs> See, that throws a wrench in the plan again. But I digress. We shall move forward. Well, we might still have Heath Ledger if that's the case. I don't know. I'm getting into things too. So I guess I, my mind's not made up. But see, now, since this is the hardest thing for me, maybe it'll become the hardest thing for some of you. Or maybe it'll be easy. That's why you got to tell me in the comments. That's why you got to tell me on Fossey Book. Wherever you can find it, that's where you need to tell me. But I digress. But that is the uh, the second meat of this episode. This double cheeseburger has been um, cooked, put together, and now it's time to set the other bun on top. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. Hopefully the, uh, the change in quality midway through didn't throw you off. But actually encouraged you to turn up your volume and interact with the podcast a little bit because we absolutely love that here. You guys, once again, have been an amazing community uh, and continue to support the podcast and we are absolutely blessed to have you as part of the community. But I would encourage you... Sorry, I just had this weird burp thing. <laughs> that Mountain Dew Energy Pitch Black, which... The drink review's coming next week. I don't know why it's not on this week, because I already recorded one for this week, so that's why. <laughs> you can tell I'm tired, so I need to go out and wrap it up. But don't forget to review this podcast. You can go on Apple Podcasts, write a review. You can go on our Facebook page, The Zan Man. Give us a star rating. You can go on Spotify that's giving star ratings. And uh, help us in the algorithms any way you can. But just by listening up to this point, I want to say one last time, even though I've thanked you twice, it's kind of the on the cheek on the cheek and now we're going to give you a big old kiss on the forehead thank you guys so much for listening up to this point it means the absolute world to me but for now i gotta get out of here i gotta get out of here <laughs> i'm busy mom but everybody wants to delete the joker i don't know why because the dark eyes is a good movie <sighs> but i'll see you guys in the next one Bye.